Thank you for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Today, Pastor Robert and Elizabeth will be sharing valuable lessons they've learned in their years of ministry. crucified with Christ every day, Galatians 2.20. But you could word it a different way. We're also told to put off the old man with his passions and desires, put on the new man in Christ. Galatians 2.20 says, I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. In the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Each day, followers of Christ are asked to set aside their own agendas and focus on God. He has a better plan, the best plan, and there's no way we can follow it without Him. Today, Pastor Robert and Elizabeth will remind you to give all you are to Jesus and to let Him direct your steps and focus your heart. Now here's Pastor Robert and Elizabeth in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 3 with the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio. the central priority in everybody else's life because that way I'm never neglected I'm never overlooked I'm never inconvenienced you know I don't have to go out of my way or anything like that so I have to be crucified every day it's a decision that I have to make every day I have to get up before I even get out of bed I try to you know turn my attention (coughs) heavenward and and ask him, you know, your kingdom come, your will be done in my life as it is in heaven. You know, remind myself that he's the center of the universe, not me. And that's the sixth point. I think it is something that we need to deal with every day that we, you know, the way we worded it is we must be crucified with Christ every day, Galatians 2.20 but you could word it a different way. We're also told to put off the old man with his passions and desires, put on the new man in Christ. Galatians 2.20 says, I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. In the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And then the last thing, the last point that, we want to share is is that people and projects don't belong to us but to Jesus now what that means is that we're not in competition we don't have to be in competition with each other we don't have to be in competition with other churches you know it's funny because we prepared this originally and you know to talk about this with like Elizabeth said a group of ministry students outside San Jose, Costa Rica. And, you know, the staff here, while I was in Costa Rica, they didn't even, they didn't even talk to me about the fact that 
King Jesus, Jesus had, had moved in across the street from us over here. And um, we're not here to compete for people. We're not here to compete with other ministries. We're here to, to simply serve Jesus and try to be obedient to him and be led by the Holy Spirit and, and, and do what he's called us to do, right? And, and one of the things that we've learned, one of the, I'm super grateful for my time in Youth with a Mission because we knew that we would have students who would come and be with us for six months and that we needed, we needed to be completely open and transparent and honest and vulnerable and, and really, in, really deeply engaged with these students who most of the time we're, we're going to leave after six months. They're going to move on. They're not ours. They belong to Jesus. He's going to send them somewhere else. Maybe they'll be with us a year. Maybe they'll be with us two, three years. But chances are, you know, they're moving on. And for us as a, as a church, we, over the years, you know, we've kind of joked about the fact that we have, a, we have a brand new church about every three or four years, it seems like, you know, because this is such a transient community anyway. People come here for a while and, and then they, they move to a different state or, you know, whatever and that kind of thing. But what you and I have to remember is he's building us together for eternity, but we belong to him first, not to each other. So there's a, a, you know, we have to maintain a commitment and a loyalty to the Lord Jesus. And we need to be willing to send people. You know, I told you guys at the beginning of the year, you know, that we're looking to the Lord to send 50 people out of here over the next decade. And, you know, I've I think we're on track. You know, God is sending people out, you know, and, and what we have to be faithful to do is, is to make sure that, that, that we're being obedient to Jesus and submissive to his heart, his will, as we serve whoever he brings, right? For however long, you know, and so that we have that posture with, with each other that we're not possessive, you know, I showed the staff a, a little video uh, last week, and there's just one little, one little segment in this video where this man talks about leading a, or being a part of a leadership symposium or whatever. Yeah, he, was a, he was a speaker, and, and um, Microsoft brought him in to speak to their like, senior executives. And they gave him this little gadget that they had created. That he said it was just amazing. This little this little thing was amazing, and it was in the in the time frame in the era of of the Apple iPod Touch, and it was Microsoft's version of that. And sometime later, Apple invited him to come to one of their senior executive leadership things, and he spoke, and, and he said afterward, he, he was in one of these top-level executives, Apple, exec, you know, in, the, in a car with him, in a taxi with him, whatever, and, and he's got this little gadget, and he's like, they gave me one of these. I have to tell you, it's so much better 
so much better than the iPod Touch. And he said that Apple executive looked over at him and smiled and said, I have no doubt. And it just ended the discussion. And he said, you know, it was an interesting thing to look back at that because all these micro, and this was years and years and years ago, but he said all these Microsoft executives, they were talking about how to beat Apple. Every one of their presentations, they're talking about how to beat Apple. He said then at the Apple Leadership Symposium, all these executives, he said every single one of them, they were talking about how to help teachers teach and how to help students learn. None of them was talking about Microsoft. None of them were focused on beating Microsoft. They were focused on their mission. And I thought, what a beautiful picture of, of what Paul is saying to these Corinthian leaders. See, these leaders in Corinth, and what we see quite often in the Christian world, successful, knowledgeable, powerful, gifted people, but spiritually immature. They get focused on competing with each other, competing with the church across the street, competing with the ministry up the road, competing with other Christians for, you know, who's going to get the spotlight and who's going to get the most attention and who's going to have the most people listening to them or, or whatever, instead of just following Jesus. Just follow Jesus. That's what we're all supposed to be doing. And do it together. Yeah, we may disagree about some stuff, but we can disagree without dividing over the things that we disagree on. We, we can have conversations. We can pray together. We can follow Jesus together. And if we'll do that and just continue abiding in him, we'll, we'll actually bear a lot of fruit. We'll bear a lot of fruit. And if we do that with the same way he did it, you know, open-handedly, just generous, just giving and if people come and they're here with us for a little while, we love on them, we pour into them, and, and we're you know, generous-hearted toward them, patient with them, and help them when it's time for them to move. You know, whether it's like Maria going to Peru, you know, going to the mission field, or, or just somebody that feels it's time for them to make a move, but to actually realize these are, these are, these are God's people. They don't belong to us, we're, and we're all in Christ. He's, he's doing a work here, and he lets us participate for a little while. We don't, we, don't have to, we don't have to compete because the glory's his. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. Though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. This verse is from the book of Ecclesiastes, and this is at the very heart of the vision for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio. Jesus, Pastor Robert, and his wife Elizabeth, a threefold cord presenting God's Word in a way that will inspire you in your own marriage and walk with God. Pastor Robert's vision is that through this fresh method of approaching God's Word, that husbands and wives will be equipped to face the world on a united front. 
as one team joined together by God, sharing the light of Jesus Christ with the lost and dying world all around us. Monday through Thursday here on Main Thing Radio, we share messages from worship services at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. But today's message is unique. As you listened today, we're confident that you heard from God through Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. Well, that's all the time we have here for today. On Monday, Pastor Robert will be back with us teaching through God's Word verse by verse. So make plans to join us on Monday right here on Main Thing Radio.